Welcome friends to the Glowing for God podcast. I'm your host Elisa and let me tell you have I got an amazing guest for you today. So let's get into it. Hello lovely people, welcome back. It is so good to have you here today. Whatever day you're listening, it is so good to have you. Wherever um, you are, <laughs> wherever, wherever you're yeah, doing. Literally wherever, wherever you're doing, exactly. Um, but today I am here with a very special guest. Um, I don't know whether she's been featured before. She might have, she might not have been. So we're going to introduce her like she hasn't. Um, <laughs> but yeah, today I am joined um, with a special guest. Me. I'm <laughs> <laughs> joking. No, I am joined with my lovely sister, my older yeah. sister, um, Jemima. Your favourite guest so far. um yeah i'm joined with my older sister jemima um so yeah jemima do you want to tell a little bit about yourself introduce yourself sure i'm pretty sure i have this memorized from last time (laughs) um so obviously i'm Elisa's older sister just by two years yeah um so you're 21 i am wow um currently at university going into my final year Mm -hmm. uh third year Looking forward to it. Dissertation, yeah. Um, moving wow. back up north. Well, tomorrow morning. Oh, um, scary. I know. I know. Um, yeah. yeah. Exciting stuff. And just a little bit about who you are and your relationship with God. Ooh. So, have you been a Christian your whole life? That's always a difficult question, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. we were brought up in um, a Christian household. Yeah. So we have since day dot. We've had like Christian prayers yeah, and yeah, yeah. Bible stories, mm. and like we used to go to sleep listening to the Bible, Bible on tape. Ugh, um, and like, times. yeah, our dad is always praying loudly in tongues, which is <laughs> great. Not you know We've six in the morning, but like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think I had my first own encounter with God actually at um, a Christian festival. Don't we Faith all have camps? that? Yeah, yeah, it was, um, and I think that's officially where I gave my life. Yeah, to God for my, from my. It's got to be your own, your own decision, isn't it? And ever since then, it's been a journey. Mm -hmm. It's definitely had its ups and its downs. One hundred percent. There's been, being totally honest with you, times when I thought like, I'm not really sure anymore. But I keep coming back, and in at the moment, just trying to figure out just can't escape the love of God. Yeah. He's Honestly. chasing me down. Ooh, There's a song that like song. that, isn't there? Your gr- grace is chasing love. Ooh, she's chasing sing for us. Chasing I know the one you're talking down. about. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, anyway. Not the point. Point is, this is my sister. <laughs> she is Christian as well. Yeah. Um, and Big I'm really believer. confident about having her on. I wouldn't have had her on if I wasn't. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm really, really excited um, for today. Me and too. we've got a fun thing coming up i guess is the way to say it yeah. um so this topic kind of topic kind of possible future mini series i don't mm, really know this would be cool as a series <clears throat> yeah well i've got plans for maybe some future more recordings of this sort of thing um but actually i don't know if you uh but I, I said in the last podcast i don't know if you'll have heard it before it will come out i don't know when it's coming out so just another you, podcast. you might have heard it you might not have yeah another but episode. basically um i kind of feel like God has been giving, growing my heart for women uh, in my life specifically, but also just like women in general and just um, supporting women, just being there, 
um giving advice yeah, i mean obviously other. like learning from them as well like yeah. you know i don't know everything at all by all means but i just have this heart that started to grow for women and with that there has been a heart to know um to learn more about women in the bible yeah and the reason i wanted to do this um episode recording is because i don't know i personally believe that i feel like there's a lot more men male coverage in the bible and yes there are tons of men and i'm not you know saying that they're not important but because jesus is a man and he was the most important person that walked the earth but the point is that there are so many women in the bible that i i personally want to give more yeah they're underrepresented like we we don't tend to hear about them unless they're an accessory to a story of course there's the main ones like mary the mother of jesus her story and people Mm -hmm. like that but there's so many kind of characters that you don't oh yeah she's a classic deborah yeah yeah, deborah um there's so many who are kind of mentioned and actually have a very important role but we don't tend to hear about them as much yeah so i wanted to do this this episode to give a bigger platform Mm, recognize this yeah to give um them a bit more recognition as they absolutely deserve and as women ourselves uh we can learn from it if you're a male listening you can also learn from it because it's not just um it's all in the bible we can all everything we need to know from it yeah Yeah. so today we're going to be speaking on a couple of women two Mm. or three we haven't decided yet it's it's very up in the air see where we're led we have got definitely two possibly a third one we'll see um depending on time really but today we want to speak on yeah a couple of women and we'll go into them separately each time but before we go into this topic uh let's give the most important thing at the beginning of every podcast a disclaimer um purely because we want to say that we don't know it all we are on our own journeys we are still learning we literally are i feel i've got we've got so far to go hugely far to go but we want to just come together today to have an educational conversation to learn from each other just to put two heads together and create something from it, yeah. you know? Open a discussion up exactly. about this topic, particularly about exactly. any. Exactly. And if you guys does. can be blessed by it and encouraged by it, who knows? Um, that is, you know, that is all we're, you know, we're here to do is to try yeah. and just um, encourage you guys and just to help you grow in knowledge and just on your journey with God. Um, so, yes, let us start, shall we? <laughs> into the first woman that we want to speak about today and the first woman that we're going to talk about today is someone called jael so i've heard different pronunciations if i'm honest i've heard jael yeah jael jael i'm gonna say jael i'm sorry if that offends you but that is just the way i've been hearing it um but jael actually the reason the, the way i even found out about this woman was i got a prophecy um i don't know when it was Maybe the beginning of 2019, or maybe actually 2020. It was, it was the beginning of 2020. Yeah, I'm it's been sure. a long year. Um, yeah, honestly, a blur. But um, I got prophecy. Just one of the pastors at my church. He just um, him and his wife prayed for me, and they just said that they felt like they see a spirit of JL in me. They just see, they when they see me, they see a picture of JL. Yeah, that's really. And I cool. didn't know anything about this woman, so I was like, I need to go do my I research. Mean, we should know. We she was on the um, the Bible tapes that we used to go to sleep to. Well, I suppose Honest, how much you remember. Well, I was it. usually asleep. Well, uh, yeah. you dozing off. The point is, yeah, I well, I think I might have heard of her once or twice, but I did not know her yeah. story, and I couldn't remember it anyway. Um, so I did my research, and 
a story's kind of mad, you know. Yeah, it is. And we want to share it today because there's some stuff we can learn from this this woman. Um, So the story's actually found. I'm actually also, I want to quickly give a shout out to this book that a lot of my content has come from. Um, It is purely called Women of the Bible. It is a one-year devotional study of, I'm pretty sure every woman named in the Bible Oh, wow. Every woman, and a week, you do a week. Uh, it mustn't be every woman. No, it's not no, it's good. But I, it's the, uh, some, of, some so. of the important women in the Bible yeah. that we... That have, Significant characters. Yeah, for sure. And you take one woman a week, and you learn loads about them. Oh, wow. And I have been doing this. I've learned quite a lot of different women, but I looked at Jael. Um, and so, yeah, this book has got tons of um, wisdom in it, and I really love it. It's just called Women of the Bible by Anne Spangler. And Jean E. Swordster, <laughs> if that's even how you say yeah. it, I have no idea. But basically, this book has been great, and I wanted to just give it a shout out because um, it's got some really cool information. Um, so, with let's go into JL now, shall we? If you hear rustling, it's my book, so sorry. Um, so, you can actually see the story of JL in Judges 4 to 5. And a little bit about her character, what we learn from this story is that she's actually decisive and very, very courageous, right? Um, She actually sees an opportunity to slay an enemy of God's people. Um, So let us tell you the story. So it's actually quite a small Bible verse. Um, It's only a couple of verses, so I will read it. Yeah, considering what happens, it's summarised pretty quickly. Yeah, we don't actually get a huge amount of information. That's why a lot of discussions happen about this, because we don't know much. We can make assumptions, but this is what we've got to work with right um so meanwhile sisera ran to the tent of jael the wife of heber i my pronunciation <laughs> let me just say we're gonna like, have some fun with these names let me just say i'm trying okay my pronunciation <laughs> is not the one um uh, heber the kenite because heber's family was on friendly terms with king jabin of hazel basically okay let's just give a little bit of um Take a context. Shot every time she says <laughs> says the name wrong of water <laughs> yes <laughs> obviously <laughs> jesus um jesus so, will do the rest yeah <laughs> you'll turn it to wine <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, right. okay so context israel at this time was at, at war with the canaanites judges 4 tells us that um god sold israel into the hands of jabin king of canaan because the israelites was, were doing what was evil in the sight of god um so actually god had already planned that he was going to deliver um israel yeah in t- wait no oh, goodness me this is stressful he was going to deliver um the israelites from no because the israelites were doing what was evil in his sight guys they're always doing right that. um basically god sold israel into the hands of jabin king of canaan because the israelites were doing what was evil in his sight so basically god had an agenda here to save his people um yeah <laughs> i don't want to say something wrong okay i'm just saying from what i've researched yeah i'm not perfect i just want to bring this story yeah. right basically the israelites were in a bit of a mess like they tend to do you know yep. in the old testament and oh, god's goodness. got them so the israelites oh god bless them um <laughs> right so Jael went out to meet Sisera and said to him, come into my tent, sir. Come in, don't be afraid. So he went into her tent and she covered him with a blanket. Please give me some water, he said. I'm thirsty. So she gave him some milk from a leather bag and covered him again. 
Stand at the door of the tent, he told her. If anyone comes in and asks you if there is anyone here, say no. But when Sisera fell asleep from the exhaustion, Jael quietly crept up to him with a hammer and tent peg in her hand. Then she drove the tent peg <laughs> into his temple. In Wait through his temple into the ground so he died oh that's this is a mad story like going all the way through his head yeah we love that definitely worked out honestly so this is a mad story and when i first read i was like huh what (laughs) even is this but then obviously you know researching and hearing a bit about it there's actually a lot of good there's, that's come yeah, from this there's fun little things where when you pick up on it it kind of mm, shows and the there's a lot we can learn from jael as her character yeah, yeah um, exactly when barrett came looking for sisera jael went out to meet him she said come and i will show you the man you're looking for so he followed her into the tent and found sisera lying there dead with a tent peg through his temple so on that day israel saw god defeat jabin the canaanite king yeah so so this woman this woman 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 (laughs) so this woman was basically the difference between the victory and yeah it was a real turning point um i don't know if you preface this but cicero was like the head commander Mm. of um yeah that dude's army (laughs) i can't remember the names so basically i just think this is really interesting because um this woman jr is actually you know she's classed as a, a a warrior a courageous woman who helped God, who helped God's people at a critical time in history. Yeah. Um. You know, without her, she was there at the right time. You know, God, God, God showed her at the right time what to do, mm. and her courage actually bought a victory for the whole of Israel. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? And um, I just think there is a lot of courage there. Yeah. For starters, I think it's interesting when you think about what it is that she actually does, because yeah. of course, her family, the family that she's a part of have created this alliance with yeah. the with the king jabin whatever his name is yeah um but she sympathized with the israelites she recognized their importance and the mm. oppression that they were facing and even though it would go against what her expected role was she knew you know that she yeah. had to do something like yeah, she she took sure. charge and i think sometimes that's pretty difficult to do and i mean if this had gone wrong this i mean she probably would have been killed so she took a great risk and it showed so much faith that what she was doing was right and it was a dramatic thing to do i mean i wouldn't recommend doing this to people you don't like in a time it was right but obviously we live under the new covenant yeah (laughs) but um, i mean (laughs) yeah yeah. so i think actually some things we can learn from jail's story Mm. um to act on opportunities that god puts in front of you yeah so if you look at her story jail's actions didn't actually make sense in the moment you know to take refuge to take refuge into her tent and show him hospitality and then kill him yeah and she she really you know. like she welcomed him in properly didn't she yeah. she didn't just like well, give him some water him, she, to, yeah to, to, to do what she needed to do yeah um and we actually don't know like the, the bible doesn't give us this much um information mm, exactly. so there's there's pe- people have you know obviously assumptions of why she did what she did yeah um and we don't actually know if Jael originally intended to kill Sisera. She may have been trying, you know, just to delay him. Mm. Um, so someone else will come and kill him. But actually, when she didn't see anyone chasing him, maybe that was when the, her decision was made. We don't yeah. know this. But 
what was important is that you know when the time came to make that decision she did not hesitate yeah she you know she took the opportunity to do what god was asking her to do and she had to kind of ignore all those fears and what ifs in the moment right yeah um, so much think, easier said than oh, done. I know, man. <laughs> I think we can learn so much from this that when the Holy Spirit prompts us to act, sometimes we don't have long to think. You know, mm. sometimes it's a moment thing. We have an opportunity right in front of us to do what the Holy Spirit is saying. Yeah, that opportunity will go if we don't take it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, of course, that's not always going to be the case. No. Um, yeah, and I, different ways for I sure. truly believe that if it is you know something that needs to be done mm. and you don't act on it because of whatever reason god will provide yeah, regardless for sure. so don't like, i wouldn't feel saying, shame like, about I'm it saying, but i think sh- like a, a great example of that is like if you're in the street and you feel like you just should go talk to someone yeah you have an opportunity right there and then you might never have that opportunity again yeah i'm not saying god can't speak to that person no, that you're supposed not. to speak to through someone else you know but i just think you know uh, it is it is listening to the Holy Spirit and being ready to act, which I think is yeah. Um, it's it's a decision of our heart that we need to have already that we are going to say yes. Yeah, and be ready to sacrifice. Hear. Oh man, it so all like sacrifice. yeah. You just Literally. have to lay that all down. And just mm. go for it again. Yeah. Easier said than done. Yeah, but it, it's something we want to we want to aim for, right? Mm. Um. Also, another thing I think we can learn from Jail's story is that our highest motive should always be honoring God. Yeah. Um. Jael did not kill sister out of personal anger or revenge I think yeah you know while the bible doesn't actually tell us of Jael's motives for killing Sisera she must have had a motive that was more important than her earthly alliance because the alliance she had you know the earthly situation she was supposedly allies with this man yeah you know but God in the moment overrules yeah she recognized that, that there was something so, that needed yeah, to be done even if sure. that wasn't the comfortable thing yeah so in that moment you know that motive was honoring god more yeah. than honoring you know if it was her family or something mm. um and actually you know we have this mandate as christians to do whatever we do all for the glory for god all for the glory of god don't we 1 corinthians 10 verse 31 literally says that whether you eat or drink or whatever you do do it all for the glory of god like mm. we have we have that responsibility and i think jail's a really great way um great example of that yeah Yeah. that you know in that moment she did it for the glory of god because that was what he said to do in the moment yeah um it was all a part of his bigger plan yeah for sure um and i think one last thing i want to uh say on jl um guys i really um want to just say i really urge you to do your own research on these women yeah um because obviously clearly <laughs> we don't know it <laughs> we're all. lacking no we are we have just done our research and we're trying to we're trying to say it but we are not bible scholars we're not theologists no. <laughs> we are just two girls trying to live life with jesus right yeah so this is um i we urge you to do your own research watch youtube videos there are so many pieces of um uh stuff out there. what's the word like content yeah um out there for you guys to see um about these women because we can yeah. learn so much um, there's tons of information and we yeah. don't tend to hear about them for sure um, and i want to quickly just say the last thing that i think really sticks out about jail's story is that jail's story can kind of actually be a metaphor for how we should fight our spiritual battles mm. Because we know the Bible says in Ephesians 6 verse 12 that today our battle isn't against a person. It is against the powers of darkness, yeah. right? The biggest battle we fight as, as as believers today, as humans today, is the battle against sin. Yeah. We are constantly being attacked by the enemy to try and do, try and fail, try and sin, try and, you know, all this. But actually, um, I don't know if you guys have heard of Charles Spurgeon. 
Um, I've done quite a few quotes by him in the you past. You grew up in church. You probably have. Yeah, he is. He is honestly amazing. Um, but he actually once gave a sermon where he compared Cicero to sin, and that you know, we shouldn't be content just to put our sins. Uh, be content to see our sins fleeing from us but actually we should be ready to pursue them and then drive them into the ground like jl did with cicera and his head uh, with the nail yeah like that's a pretty gruesome image but actually sin is something we want to flee from it is something we don't want to just be accommodating which let me tell you it's not as easy as said than done as we've been saying like let me tell you i've got things in my life which whoa god needs to do a madness on me like i just um but i think we all have that but actually there's this goal to see sin beneath us not not overtaking us Mm. which i think when dealing with sin sometimes you can sort of get into that rhythm of like oh i'm sorry god like yeah yeah i've done it again but actually you just need to take the bull by the horns Mm -hmm. and just like rid it from your life yeah and of course you know the way life works is that's probably not going to be the end but i feel like it's, but it can be it's, with the help yeah, from God. yeah yeah sure it's going to be more um, powerful yeah. than just kind of mm. batting it away you know mm. i love that i think jail's yeah jail's story has got she's a great. lot of courage behind her right mm. and she's put a lot you know in the moment she did what god had called her to do yeah. and that ultimately and won a victory she probably didn't know well she definitely didn't know what the outcome of it would be of course like mm. you know with him dead there's probably some kind of benefit but yeah she didn't know that this was going to be such a significant thing yeah. for the israelites yeah um she just kind of felt love towards the people I just and feel like i want to meet her yeah <laughs> you know maybe I mean? one day I mean, it had been a hundred percent, but I just think, um, yeah, that her character must have been, yeah, crazy. And obviously, like, yeah, the Bible in the Old Testament is very, very different to how we live today. Mm. But actually, you know, cool for good movie, reason, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh man. I wonder if there is. I don't know. Well, there's definitely like. I yeah, I'm know. sure she's. Anyway, stuff. but yeah, I mean, yeah, so that is JL's story. Um, mm. I do want to apologize if we didn't like say it the best way we could have, but yeah, go do your research and like from what we have learned from JL's story, I think yeah. that's what we're sharing with we're you. We're just trying to like bring these women more to light, more discuss attention, yeah, what we can get from them because yeah, they are quite sure. old stories, mm. um, but they still have so much relevance today, yeah, for sure. Um, love that so yeah so jail's story is a madness but it is so actually encouraging and yeah. it is a challenge for us to yeah. you know have that courage take on that courage to to you know kill the sin in our life kill, kill all the things that you know is not from god and do everything for the glory of god mm. um to honor him at at the most you know yeah um, sometimes that means going against your instinct mm, as well your I mean, safety yeah. mm. your safe space that you've created going against your that. safe bubble and stuff yeah, yeah your little bubble wow that honestly this woman you know there's a lot we can learn from her and um yeah i love that mm. but yeah so shall we move on to the next yes woman? okay so the second one is from joshua 2 i'm sh- i feel like everyone should know these people because we know these people but obviously everyone has different biblical yeah, knowledge if you, if you haven't heard these people yeah no problem so a little can. bit of background definitely mm. do your own research we've said this a thousand times yeah do your own research um so a little bit of background so obviously the israelites wandered in the desert for a really long time mm. um god had the promised land for them after um 
Moses died. I'm getting the names mm-hmm. mixed up now. Oh, no, um, Joshua yeah. kind of took over. Yes, and then he, he was the one who took um, the Israelites into the promised land. So this is Joshua 2. So this is the story of Rahab. Mm. Um, so I'm just going to kind of summarize it. But the full chapter is about this. Um, so Joshua basically sends out two spies to have a look over the land. Um, and particularly Jericho. That is yeah. that is focused upon. Obviously, it was a place that... You know they were promised People, so yeah. um so these spies uh, i think there was only two of them yeah um entered sure the house was, yeah. of a prostitute named rahab and stayed there i'd be really interested to know how that came about you know mm. like how they knew that that was the place whether that was what god told them and they just had to trust but mm. i don't think we really get told about it. at least here we don't um so the king of jericho was told and he found out so he sent out um some you know some some soldiers to mm-hmm, go and yeah. get hold of these spies because try and find them yeah um and you know they said to rahab bring out these men um they've come to spy out the land but she had hidden them she lied and told um Did the she soldiers hide them on the roof of her house yeah and covered Under them in flax some, oh yeah so you remember crazy that woman. yeah yeah I remember, yeah yeah, yeah for sure. but she lied to the guards and told them that they'd left so yeah. she sent them on a fool's errand when mm-hmm. in fact she had you know welcomed these two spies who i'm presuming she didn't know yeah she welcomed them into her home um and she hid mm. them there as well at her own peril um mm. so wow. at dusk when it was time to close the city gate um they left yeah um oh no that's what she said <laughs> get really mixed up here okay um so when the men had left, yeah, um, the gate was shut. Okay, cool, got it. Um, so before the spies lay down for the night, she went up onto the roof and said to them, "I know that the Lord has given this land to you, and that a great fear of you has fallen on us, so that all who live in this country are melting in fear because of you." We have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt, and what you did to. Sion and Og, the two kings of the Amorites east of the Jordan, whom you completely destroyed. Mm. Basically, I think what she's saying here is that everyone is terrified of these people because clearly they have God on their side. Absolutely. And even though that, you know, God wasn't heard, like she didn't have God, she recognized yeah. that the power. The power there. Um and she recognized that he was protecting the Israelites. And she had faith because of that, that he could yeah, protect her sure. also. Yeah. Um, so she obviously hid the spies. Um, but she asked them that because of the kindness that she had shown to them, that mm. they would show this same kindness when they eventually took over the city. But not just to her, um, not just protecting her, but also her family. I mean, that's a fair ask. Yeah, I, I mean, so she's too. just done a huge favour. In yeah. protecting. She risked everything potentially. She risked her life literally by hiding yeah. those men. If they'd been found, oof, it was over. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um and of course they agreed with that. Um they, you know, say that the family must they be gathered yes. in a house yeah. mm-hmm. and that they she must tie a red cord to her window so that they know which house to to avoid basically yeah yeah, Yeah. yeah. to keep safe um so she basically helps them helps them escape Mm. um and that's sort of how it goes down so she 
you know, she helps protect spies, um, which in some sense is a betrayal to, you know, her well, safe her. space. Her, yeah. the, well, the world well, she knows. She's she's she lived in the walls of Jericho. Yeah, and she lived in Jericho. She she betrayed her own. Yeah, people it was it was like um, her these people, her yeah. like safe, homely environment, Bringing and she people, recognized yeah. that there mm. was God. There was this, you know, protector of yeah. the Israelites, and uh, she decided yeah. that actually, I want this. Mm. And I love literally that God used her. Yeah. in that moment like god you know knew who exactly who to go to mm. you know he he chose this woman who in 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 life probably didn't have a very good reputation no as a prostitute um and actually because she lived in the city wall she could see men coming in and that was i think uh, i read that was how she could get her um business okay. because she saw men coming into the uh city obviously pounced on them yeah so she actually was in a good position from where she lived and just yeah her lifestyle to just fulfill this calling that god had put on her yeah. life to protect these men to ultimately bring victory for the israelites mm. um and to take over jericho and that's when we hear all about the the song about um the walls came tumbling down because this is that happened after yeah. didn't it you walk around um, it a bunch of times right? but i love the fact that she you know in that moment she did what god had wanted mm. and that in turn you know protected her whole family yeah um so i just think it's just i love that you know god protected her family even he didn't have to yeah you know, he could have just been a, a pawn in the plan yeah we but don't she, know whether you know, they were believers either it we might yeah, we know have just been uh, her yeah, influence I I that, yeah. that saved them and i think that says a lot of, mm. as well about your faith and the influence that you yeah. can have as well and i think it also does show a lot about because if we are going to talk about you know the fact that she was a prostitute in those days they didn't like prostitutes w w were worthless right they yeah they were literally just used for one thing weren't they yeah and actually and obviously you know god god doesn't really you know approve of this prostitute um you know what the she's lifestyle doing and stuff. Is yeah, sinful. The, yeah yeah for sure but actually the fact is that like all I our think lifestyles are sinful <laughs> unfortunately we've all, we've all fallen short right yeah and i think this is such a great representation that god doesn't wait till we are perfect and spotless mm. to use us and i actually got the revelation in like in throughout lockdown i think i've probably shared it so many times because it's still like blowing me away to be honest because i'm just like i always have had this pressure on myself to be like no have this sorted have this sorted otherwise like god won't do what he said he's gonna do yeah and actually god can work around our imperfections yeah and actually we are his power is made perfect in our weakness mm. right so i just think you know this is such a great story of showing god's graciousness yeah on rahab to still use her no matter what you know even if she was going against what was the what was right you know yeah um that's interesting because i often find as well that before I go to church, I always feel like I've got to get into a good headspace with God. Mm. Like I've got to go there having prayed and read my Bible. Yeah. And like, that's not true. Mm. Like, oh, sorry guys, <laughs> back to it. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, so. Yeah, I think that's that's totally not true. You know, we come as we are. Yeah. You know? Um, he uses us whatever. Yeah, literally. We are. I get overwhelmed even like just by, every time i mess up right i just still like 
I just end up being like, but why do you still love me? Yeah. But why do you still care? But why do you still shower me with blessings and mm. give me everything I need in abundance? Yeah. I just get wowed by the fact that, you know, God's always God doesn't back. see us for the imperfections, but he sees us for, you know, what Jesus did and we're covered completely mm. and will forever be covered by the blood of Jesus. Yeah. But that also sets us free from having to do these things and falling into sin all the time as well. Yeah. Because we don't want to just use that as an excuse, which I have no. so often done in the past. I'm yeah, gonna be honest. I think so too. Because I take, I've taken it too far. Like, and I think I still struggle with that today, if I'm honest and vulnerable, that actually like sometimes I'm like, well, there's grace yeah so it's okay so i'm gonna like, do it we'll do beginning. what i want but actually- i heard this quote where it was like if you don't sin jesus died for nothing and i was like that's not the point but also <laughs> but you know it's an easy way to start time thinking you do sin, you're just adding to the weight of what jesus had to die for mm. oh yeah interesting which i heard and i was like oh sorry god every <laughs> <laughs> time but no honestly just I love the fact that, you know, he doesn't see us reflections. And hmm. there's this verse. I don't know if it's a song. I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's in Psalm somewhere. Um, but just about the, he sees us in the light of his unfailing love. Hmm. That sentence, God sees us in the light of his unfailing love. Oh, that just yeah. brings me so much peace and joy and just uh, reassurance, I think. Yeah, he'll never look at you with hatred. He'll never look at Absolutely any of us not. with, with hatred. Far or, from it. Yeah. You know. I love that. And um, But bringing yeah. it back to Rahab. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. what a great woman of the Bible, you know, in mm. the Bible that she is. Um, she was someone who at the time and, you know, even for these women now. Yeah. Um, was kind of an outcast of society. Mm. And I mean, we know from Jesus later on that he spent a lot of time with these kinds of people. Yeah. Um, And we're all sinners and, you know, sin is sin regardless of what we do. And it shows that even when you feel like you failed God mm. so much, that is, he can still use you and he still wants Absolutely. you. He can make you whole again. He yeah. Can. He, he wipes us clean, you know? Mm. Even though our sin is as, like, dark as crimson, I think we'll be made as white as snow. Aww. I think it's either a psalm or a proverb. <laughs> a psalm or a proverb. Biblical um, But, yeah, and also, I think, you know, as he did with Rahab, God promises to use us. And, um, and you know, through that, he we can, you know, through those experiences, he also perfects us. Uh, we're constantly on a journey of becoming more like Jesus. Yeah. Um, and through every journey, he can use us to mm. to turn more into him, you know, to just become yeah, closer to his character. Like and actually, there's a promise in scripture in Isaiah 40, verse 29 to 31, which I'll just read because this is for you, whoever you're like, if you're listening, this promise is for you. It's for every single person, right? He gives us, he gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Mm. Like, isn't that just so encouraging? That promise that he will use us. That promise that he will sustain us. And keep us, like, you know, he is everything we need to carry on in this journey. He's everything we need to keep going on the fight that we have. Our faith in him Mm. is, and his goodness to us is what will get us through. It's, you know, by Mm. faith, not by sight. Yeah. You know, not by our own doings, but by what he can do. Yeah. Through us, with our faith. So good. Yeah. Anyway, there's one more um little thing that in this in this book that I've been reading about this about 
the different women um actually gave this little idea which i quite like and i think you know if this story you know really resonates with you um we did we did mention that she put out a little red red cord in the window a red cord that was that that was the sign Mm. that um god had put on that this house was to be protected when the um israelites yeah um but basically this this little idea is like use a small small red ribbon as a bookmark or tie a red ribbon around the pot the pot of your favorite plant or place some decorative red um red rope around dried floor arrangement to remind you or just anything red pretty much just like a red like like a red red cord a red anything a red piece of string yeah um to remind you of the vital importance of living by faith because mm. Rahab's story is all about faith mm. she trusted that God would protect her family when when you know attack yeah, was going to come she, she believed... trusted that this was this was the right thing yeah for her she to believed do, you know? in a God who she I'm assuming had no real relationship with mm. she sort of knew of him and still chose to have faith yeah um despite it going against everything that yeah which is crazy you know. um but yeah, yeah even that just that little red ribbon if you if you ever do that which i actually really want to do I think I, that's yeah i was thinking that's really idea. cute um that reminds us to be living by faith and each mm. time you notice that let it remind you of the length jesus went to rescue you Oof. Oof. and ask you know yeah ask him to watch over every member of your family you know just you know read this read this um you know use this if you do do this this red cord or something to remind you of this story and all the victories from this story the faith the the courageousness and just the the possibility that you can god has got the same for you god has got you know he's gonna use you whatever yeah and for the girls as well like the women listening to Mm. this like god can use us to do these really significant things absolutely i think sometimes it sort of gets thrown on on the guy's shoulders as like taking the charge Mm. um and i think we also have a responsibility yeah um, to listen and follow up when we believe that God's telling us to do something, he's stepping yeah. out in faith, like we said at the beginning. Mm. Um, again, it's not always easy, but it's important that we understand, we listen, we understand, yeah. and then we do it. You yeah. know, and also just remember that whenever you step out in faith, God has still got you in the palm of His hand. Yeah, and He is still protecting you no matter what. Mm. Um, so you can be comforted by that. Yeah, and we're scary. in the privileged position where the worst that could happen is not that you get serious. embarrassed or something. Yeah. but actually, the best that could happen is God is glorified yeah. in that moment. And love that. Who knows what could happen with that? Which I is exciting that. to think about. That's so Purpose awesome. Bigger than yourself. Cool. I think. You know, I said we were going to do two or three, but I think two is enough. Yeah. I think these are these think quite big stories. This could potentially become a bit of a series. Yes. You know, there's yeah, significant yeah, women sure. in the Bible. I definitely, um, yeah, have a heart behind that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. We are going to quickly go on to quote time. So get ready. Perfect. So, Jemima, do you want to give yours first? Yeah, sure. Um, so, I'm not entirely sure who this is buy this quote okay it has a hashtag quiet women co underneath it i don't really cool but there we go um and it says god is still writing your story don't let go of your faith because of what you have yet to see wow yeah i think that's pretty relevant for both the women Mm. who had faith in these stories and for us now yeah um to keep going yeah 
pursue yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, if we'd covered Sarah, this probably would have mm. tied in gonna, quite nicely. The other nicely. person we're going to do is Sarah, but I'm sure I'll do her in the future. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> we had love that. Yeah. yeah. She might come up later on. But yeah. even for both of these, you know, it's when you don't know what the future is going to be, it can mm. seem so uncertain yeah, and sure. you can lose faith. But god is still he's still got you it's Amen. it's all yeah. part of his bigger plan love that um okay so my my quote is you have chosen and called me for great things so i will walk by faith to trust your way your will and your plans Ooh, nice he has called us for big things people yeah he has. you know you are called you who are listening you are called by by jesus to do big things for the kingdom of god mm. um and don't let your circumstances right now and where you are in life or the, yeah. your failures define you or don't see yourself in that way. See yourself the way God sees mm. you. I also think when I hear stuff like that, I'm like, big plans, oh, mm. he's going to call me out to do missionary work. And not that's always, not the case. Yeah. Like, big things could mean that you play an influence in someone's, mm. you know, relationship with God. Yeah like these are all well, massive some things. mission fields are just the workplace yeah some people are called to workplace yeah. i'm doing a whole podcast on the mission fields like, get Ooh, ready are you yeah it's gonna be fun yeah, but just know that you know yeah you're, you're called whatever you're called to is for great things and god will use you if you're mm. willing and you are just available have to put your faith in him yeah oh i thought i heard this quote it's god can god can much easier use a, a wild stallion than a dead horse oh something like that so like if you're raring to go god will be able to direct you but yeah. if you're just dead and stagnant how on earth yeah. can he use you you know yeah you've got to just be raring ready to go and just let him take the reins literally yeah. Yeah, love that uh, goes back to the stepping out in faith even mm. when it doesn't seem like the easiest option yeah for um, sure i think wow. that's something i'd like to challenge myself to do mm. definitely getting mm. out of my comfort zone a little bit for sure uh, listening to what god has to say love that amen great well guys thank you so much for listening yeah um to this podcast it's a bit different to what we've done before but yeah um you Just know like rahab, summary of rahab and jl you know great women mm. really cool stories do your own research i really urge you to go and see you know find out about them learn your, learn the story for yourself um but yeah hopefully today we've just kind of brought them to light a little bit more and mm. uh we've learned a little bit about those women and what we can learn from them yeah. um but yeah again thank you jemima so much for coming on Thanks it's been so me. good to have you um really really love doing this podcast with you and i'm sure you'll be on you know glowing for god in the future i hope so 100 percent. so yeah thank you so much for coming on and thank you guys so much for listening if you want to get in contact dm us email us our, our instagram is at glowing for god pc and then our email is glowing for god at outlook.com so we would love to hear from you so don't hesitate to message in um anything you want to message we yeah, would love to hear even from if you. it's just like i liked this bit that you yeah, said yeah it's encouraging guys it's really encouraging this was awful <laughs> maybe don't say yeah. that no if you want to you want to have a discussion about something let's do yeah. it we'll find yeah. a temp peg and <laughs> sort it out that way yeah yeah but thank you guys again so much for listening and we will see you guys in the next episode see you later